Welcome to Traveling High and Low, a segment on the Bluegrass Podcast. Today, 10 tips for dirtbagging. 1. Check the rules. Look at your local listings to see what sort of fees and rules apply. Every park has their own measure of what their rules are, and every rest stop may have a different time limit. Some are as long as 24 hours, some as short as 8, and anywhere in between. Can you camp overnight? Is there a fee? What are you allowed to dump or not dump? Is there a bathroom? Is is there a faucet to refill with drinkable water? Understanding not just where you're at, but what you're allowed to do keeps you from drawing unwanted attention. It's also common sense. 2. Lock your door slash security. At night, make sure to lock your doors. The last thing you want is an unexpected guest, especially solo. At night, a window cover is also a good idea for a bit of privacy. This is easier in a van where things are a little more stable, and there's a little more room to equip things, but a quick Velcro black cloth for your car's windows works super well too. Add Velcro to the top above the window, and anchor on the sides, and if you do it correctly, you should be able to simply roll it down into a tube and tie it with a knot during the day. Secure your food as well. Bears, critters, and insects are all looking to get in, so keep your kitchen in a sealed container It's an absolute necessity. If camping, a bear bag or bear canister is even better, ensuring your car door is not between a bear and its noms. Number three, a quick getaway. Have your keys, your license, and your shoes within easy reach. You want to be able to take off at a moment's notice if you need to, should a cop, a security guard, or a random weirdo decide it's time for you to go. Having the ability to sit up and go is irreplaceable. By going on the road, you also sign up for whatever may come. This can be a variety of events from weather to people to animals, but always keep your ability to head out in your back pocket. Part of the benefit to this whole thing is that you aren't bound to a single spot. Don't skimp on personal hygiene or that of your car. Use lotion, foot powder, brush your teeth, floss, wash your socks, these things will allow you to keep going. Without them, you will start to fall apart physically and mentally, and it's a fast slide and hard to bounce back from. Deodorant, floss, and toothbrush, and washing your socks, underwear, is probably the most important part. Now, keeping your car clean and organized is just as important, too. At the end of the day, take the 15 to 30 minutes to reorganize your little world and allow yourself the chance to make that extra space work. You'll be glad for it at about 2 or 3 in the morning when your ability to change the situation is much more quickly impeded. Or when you come back soaking wet and have to figure out how to dry your gear inside of a Honda Civic. Number 5. Living loose is not living lazy. Don't sit around. You have time. Use it. Go out and hike. Write. Find something to do. Dirtbagging with no objective is an easy way to become sedentary. Life is so easy day-to-day, why not chill out? If you want to make it sustainable, though, you need to be active. I won't say working, but you definitely shouldn't be a pudge. Keeping active also keeps you out and away from your vehicle, which, if you're spending a lot of time in it, means a lot. Don't be a dirtbag. Be a dirtbagger. Verbs are good in dirtbagging. And on the flip side of that, enjoy it. You did it. You're over the cliff, Thelma. Enjoy the ride. Well, hopefully not with the same results.
dirtbagging is a great thing, and it lets you hone in on what you're looking for. As a way of living, if you want to focus on something, it's perfect. In my case, the highest quality cannabis and hiking while I'm in between some of the most beautiful trails in the world. There's a reason rock climbers and mountaineers pursue this way to the exclusion of all else. And while you may be a little out there, it's a little fun to thumb your nose at others because of what you're doing. A lot of the things that we enjoy, a consistent place to stay, certainty in our schedule, and other trappings are a lot easier to drop than you may think. And the ability to replace that space with your focus is an incredible gift as well that many others will envy. Your job, life, day-to-day, -day, now simply is the extension of your passion, an ability to keep yourself running. Passion is a fickle beast, but dirtbagging can help keep it alive, letting the simplicity of your life make room for the abundance of experience. Number 7. Trust your gut at a location. If you see a spot and get a weird feeling, leave. Your gut and eyes are your best instincts, and if your gut says one thing and your eyes confirm it, it's time to leave. Better to spend the extra time to find a new spot than pull into the wrong place and pull yourself out of a bad situation. Number 8. Mind your manners. Don't be obnoxious to other dirtbaggers. If you're pulling into a rest stop or campsite late at night, minimize your noise. Slamming car doors, pumping bass, and being an obnoxious frat house hiker will not endear you to your spot neighbors, staff at the rest stop, or the cops. Even just a thank you or a hello can transform someone's understanding of you. Now you're a face and a voice, not just a person sleeping in a car. Discretion, though, is key when dirtbagging and the vibe you give off is often the vibe you'll get back. Play it cool, and often others will too. 9. Don't overstay. Staying overnight is one thing. Staying a week is another. Hit the road during the day and occupy yourself. Only come, really, between 8 and 9 p.m., and try to be out by 6 or 7 a.m. Many rest stop staff and highway patrol will see your vehicle. They just will, and they know so stay on good terms. Obey the rules, try and stay out of the way, and don't abuse your privileges or the facilities. If you need to come back to the same spot, make sure that you do so respectfully and without assumption. Also, try to hit up a slightly different place each night. Hit the northbound rest stop one day, hit the southbound rest stop coming the other way. Number 10. Water and Food don't just hit fast food places or pick up bottled water. Not only will this drain your funds, but they're not a great way to consistently supply. Keep a couple of large containers for water and food you can easily fill and pull from. Bladders and sealed containers. You need to have access to water, snacks, meals, and a steady stream of healthy calories. This is one of the areas that is, in an odd way, one of the more important, and one that many people forget. You have to hydrate or dehydrate, and that's a fact. If you're going to dirtbag, do it as well as you can. Make sure that you're eating healthy, resting between activities like hiking, biking, and climbing, and drink water, all the water, constantly. Keeping water around means that you can stay hydrated and allows you to keep going. Not having a snack is one thing. Not having water is another. And being out and about both can become in short supply quite easily. And although the activity may be free, 
you still have to show up. You need to be hydrated and have fuel. Look for cheap, calorie-heavy, and self-contained packages. Not of sugar, though. Fats, carbs, and proteins? Try to get fresh veggies as much as you can, and whole grains to keep things regular. Self-contained packages when you can also keeps food from sending out waves of smell once opened, and also keeps you from spoiling extra food. As much as you need is the name of the game. Better to pick up the amount of food you'll need for a few days, plus a few meals in case of emergency stored by. Big bags of meat, veggies, or dairy are big no-nos for the most part, however, unless they're dried or aged. And finally, rule zero, love your dirt. Understand where you are. A lot of dirt bagging happens around national parks, state parks or protected areas, etc. Leave no trace. If you pack it in, pack it out. Don't sit there and despoil something that provides you shelter. If you have car problems, fix them. Don't let it leak into streams. Try to be as environmentally helpful as you can. Sort your recyclables if you find a place with a bin. When you see a beautiful piece of nature, don't camp or start a fire on it. Keep it small, we're just passing through. Other things actually live in the places you're going to be dirtbagging? Respect them. Especially when your responsibility is so little in the grand scheme, part of the exchange of this lifestyle, pick up some trash, pay attention to what you're doing, dispose of your waste. I hope this simple guide to dirtbagging has been helpful, and can't wait to see you out on the trail. Thank you for stopping by and listening to the Bluegrass Podcast. The Bluegrass Podcast. All natural, old-fashioned, Kentucky bluegrass. Also, final note, thank you so much for being patient with us this week as we release the episodes late. Our normal Wi-Fi spot was down, so we headed to a new location as soon as we were able, got them up and ready, and look out for this Tuesday where we're going to be dropping our first episode of the Bluegrass Podcast proper. That's going to be Trimigrant Part 1 this Tuesday. If you'd like to see all the pictures from the podcast, go to ElijahRosenbaum.com, link in the description, as well as the links to our social media where you can also catch all of our photos live. If you want to support this podcast, consider donating a dollar to our Patreon. It's one time a month and less than a cup of coffee.